1: Welcome back once again, Bread and Circuses podcast. I am Rooster here with Corona Crow.
0: Mm, Hello.
1: (laughs) Crow's going to be coughing through this whole episode because
0: he's he's got coronavirus. During our pre-show discussion, I couldn't stop. So just be used to it. I'm not going to edit out most of it.
1: Because why would you? Why would I? Hey, I have an announcement to make before we get into what we want to talk about. I want everyone to know... Uh, it's with a lot of thought that I've decided to take myself out of the running for vice president so that, you know, uh, a black woman like AOC can step forward and be the vice presidential nominee. Hmm.
0: I'd, I'd like to see how your hair would do in a snowstorm.
1: <laughs> now, people may laugh, but I I contend that I had a better chance of being picked vice president than Amy Klobuchar did. Yeah, there you go. And uh, AOC, according to her, is now a black woman. Hmm. Did you hear that?
0: No, I thought she, she was just a POC.
1: Nope, she said that on Twitter. She said uh, basically that you know Latinos are black.
0: Oh well, I've heard that from um, some Latino advocate advocacy um, leaders saying that since they have there's a lot of uh, Afro or Caribbean blood in in the in the Latin community. It's just the or Latinx community. Don't you call it a tinks? Latinx community um, that April. that they That's can be April. considered black, and it's like okay, come on. Stop it.
1: Well, and apparently, as uh, as recently as a month or two ago, she was saying that Latinos and Blacks are not the same thing.
0: But let's just say they're all POCs, pieces of crap.
1: <laughs> wow, you're get you are turning into a caricature.
0: Well, I'm not talking about like the I'm talking about like the politicians, like AOC and Amy Klobuchar. I'm not talking about people. <laughs> AOC and Amy Klobuchar are both POCs. They're both pieces of crap. <laughs> Same with Elon Omar, so who? Elon Omar.
1: I've never heard of her. She's someone Oh, she's that woman you voted for.
0: Yeah, the one that lives in Washington DC.
1: Yeah, but represents your
0: district. Mm-hmm. Didn't yeah. you had a
1: campaign sign on your yard for her, Shut didn't you? Up. I
0: actually got I actually received an email from her.
1: No, really? Yeah. Professing okay. her love.
0: <laughs> well, you know she isn't the white into the white dick.
1: Well, or the white dicks into her
0: <laughs> a little bit of a little bit of both.
1: <laughs> yeah, and judging by him, it's a little bit.
0: Yeah, um, no, I got like a campaign email from her, which was kind of surprising because I've never gotten any political emails, especially from the left. So I, I'm I'm wondering how they got my email, or if they just got anybody like basically in Minnesota and just sent it out. Mm-hmm. Well, when you blindly. signed
1: up, when you signed the supporter campaign, I mean that's how right. they get it, <laughs> dude. Sure. You don't understand how any of this works.
0: That was when I was uh, identifying as a Democrat, black, lesbian, with mental and physical disabilities.
1: Okay. So well, here's uh, here's uh, AOC's tweet. She says, "Hang on, Latinos are black. We have a we have." We have to have conversations around colorism. We have to have conversations around the African and indigenous roots from which we come and how it's reflected in systems of power. All of that is just word salad bullshit. Well she continues, we run an entire racial spectrum, so we have to have conversations around colorism. We have to have conversations around the African and indigenous roots from which we uh, come and how that's reflected in systems of power, wealth, inequality, and frankly, our political system. So somebody responded... Uh, So Ruben D. Sanchez Jr. on Twitter, no AOC, we Hispanics are not black. We don't dare use our brown skin to co-opt the black experience or don't dare use uh, our brown skin to co-opt the black experience in America as far as their contributions to our nature's development and culture. Just because we aren't white doesn't mean we cling to black America's, in quotes, unique, unquote, history. What do you think that person meant by that?
0: A unique history for Black people?
1: Yeah, this is the Latino person saying it.
0: that. Yeah, that they, they they dealt with uh, stuff that the Latinos aren't dealing with. Indeed, uh, Latinos are not Black, and Blacks are not Latino.
1: But why do you think this? I'm totally making a guess here. I'm making a leap that this, uh, this uh, Hispanic person said, we don't share Blacks' unique history.
0: Yeah, because uh, most, uh, yeah, okay, well, is it racist or the slavery?
1: I think it's because. A lot of Hispanics don't like black people.
0: Well, they're racist. They don't like, yeah. A, a lot of Hispanics and blacks are racist towards each other. that's. Yeah. that's I mean, if you talk to them, they'll, they'll boldly admit it. Like, yeah, I don't like them. They don't like us. Yeah. That's how it is.
1: <laughs> I've got a couple of Latino friends who say that. They're just like, yeah, we don't yeah,
0: like uh, them. I can't remember who said this, but they said, do you really think if you go into, you know, I, where is there a high Hispanic uh, Los Angeles and you go to the go to the Hispanic um uh, gang, and you go, are you guys black? What do you think would happen? Really, nigga? Do you think, think they go, yeah, well, I think we're black. They'd laugh at you or they'd probably bust a cap in you. One of the two. <laughs> bust a cap in you? Bust a cap in you. When are you...
1: Was this nineteen? Cracker? <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I thought that was pretty funny. But it just... Most importantly, I don't want to lose the sight of the important news that I am no longer in the running... For vice president of the Democratic mm. Party, okay. and I stood a better chance of getting it than Amy Klobuchar, probably. So
0: there's there's people still seriously thinking that Hillary might be his choice.
1: Do you think she'd take second seat to him at any point? Yes,
0: because she knows that he's not going to last. She knows that that would be her stealth way to be a president to be the president.
1: Okay, so a couple episodes ago we went through like scenarios of what happens after the election. Let me give you another one. Joe Biden wins. With Hillary as his vice president a year, a month, or whatever it is in goes, he goes, You know what? I'm kinda done. So she's your new president. What do you think would happen?
0: Um well I know what I'd do.
1: <laughs> I know.
0: I know what you'd do. Yeah. Do you think a significant portion of the country would do that too?
1: I think there would be open warfare in the streets. <laughs> I do. I yeah. think all the people who didn't want her the first time around would be like, No, 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 this is not how you do it. I think that would be the end of the Democrat Party as we know it, because everybody would just claim fix. All the Bernie bros would be like, oh, there we go. This is it.
0: Well, I got to be honest with you. It doesn't matter who who he Biden picks. If Biden wins this election, like as things stand right now, if if things are as they stand right now and there was an election and Biden won that Democrats won, it would be due to fraud. They're, you think so? Oh yeah, absolutely. I I have no doubt about that. So, they're they're they know the only way they can win at this point is through fraud. That's why they want the whole mail-in voting so bad. And they want and was it Pelosi or somebody's talking about dropping the voting age? Cuz
1: yeah, she's 16. been hammering at that for a long yeah, time. Yeah, and and
0: it's, you know. Yeah, uh they they want to drop the voting age, but they want to raise the age where you can buy a gun to 21 or something like that. And I'm like, okay, all right, maybe I'll give that to you. Maybe you can – I think I've said this before, but maybe I'll give that to you. You you have to be 21 to buy a gun, but they have to be 21 to vote also. Yeah. I'd probably – pr- I'd consider that. So you can't smoke cigarettes, but you can vote. Yeah.
1: You can't drink a beer, but you can vote.
0: And there would be special carve-outs for military. If you're in the military and you're 18, you can vote.
1: You can barely drive a car, but you can vote. Yeah. So – It's pretty stupid. Um. I showed you this before we came on, but a Miami Dade Airport police officer. So I don't know if this is airport police or if it's Miami Dade police working in the airport. Uh, just now, he he slapped a woman pretty hard. Who was and there's video of it. It's uh, it's on YouTube right now. And he he didn't knock her out, but he made her forget her name for a second.
0: Yeah, he slapped her in the next week.
1: And if anybody's ever seen the uh, the video of the guy on the subway in the eight-ball jacket slapping that woman and knocking her flat, this was, this was harder than that one. And yeah. she got right up in his face. You couldn't really tell. So it's two police officers, a male and a female, uh, both wearing masks. And this woman is not wearing a mask. And she's, I don't know what the dispute's about, but the video starts well into whatever it is. And... The officer doesn't appear to be raising his voice. The other one, the female officer appears to be like on her walkie-talkie or something. So they're calling for more, I'm guessing, for more people because she's she's going to while out. Mm-hmm. And uh, she crosses the distance between them after about 15 seconds, uh, which is five or six feet, and gets right in his face. Like an inch and a half away from his face. Yeah. And he's wearing a mask. Yeah. So he obviously doesn't want her in his face and says what you're going to do like two or three times. And then he just slapped the shit out of her one time. And look, I'm not a big advocate of hitting women, but what would happen if a guy did that in that situation? Why do you not see many guys get in other guys' faces like that?
0: Well, I mean, you see a lot of this here lately in the uh, protests, you see these, these Antifa protesters getting in the face and they're black and white and male and female. And, Um, young and old and they're in these police's face like within an inch of their face you know basically trying to get them to react and a lot of these police officers are staying there just expressionless or looking bored or like looking around and they but they stand their ground but they don't react and i'm like no you have every right to react when someone is that in your face within an inch within arm's distance i'm saying of you and they're antagonizing you and saying fuck you and saying motherfucker i you know if you died I'd laugh and you not this that and you're the you're the problem. If you're trying to trying to instigate violence from me, you deserve the violence that comes.
1: Well that gets back to my question though. If right now I came around this table and stood an inch from your face and said, What the fuck are you gonna do? And you didn't know me, what's the chance I get hit?
0: Very, very high.
1: Ninety percent. Yeah. Every guy knows this. Yeah. Either he's putting himself in that situation because he thinks there's no way the guy will do it. And the guy's afraid of him or he's being fake tough. Yeah. But the chance that you are going to get hit is well above 50-50. And the reason I think this woman got in this cop's face is because, and here's what I haven't mentioned yet. Both cops are black. Yeah. So the woman gets in this cop's face and starts giving him shit there's two reasons she thinks she's not going to get hit because he's a cop and he's going to have to take this and vagina privilege. Yeah. Most women who get in a guy's face like that, never think for a second that he's going to hit her. Yeah. Cause that's, how, and I'm not saying that that's what I want to see, but I'm also going to say the way she was treating him and the way she was acting and stuff.
0: Look, if a guy, don't blame if a guy f- uh, decides he's going to just, Treat you like a man. Treat you like the antagonist you're being. Uh, you're going to be spitting teeth usually. And the thing is, you know, women should know used to know that physically you you can't stand toe to toe with a man and get into a fight. You can't right. do it. And if if you've got some common sense, you're not going to push a guy to the point where he does that. Right. Um, and but the thing is, they don't have common sense now, and they think first of all they've been told that women are just as badass and tough as men. They can handle it. And then the other ones are told that, well, uh, the men, the, especially these police officers or or the conservative or right-leaning men, they won't hit a woman. So you can do whatever you want, and they feel secure in that. They either feel secured A, that they know this man won't, you know, especially if he's conservative or a police officer or whatever, that he won't hit, or they believe they're, like, as tough as men. That's, like, the two kind of groups of people you're dealing with here. Well, I remember
1: even seeing a clip from The View with Whoopi Goldberg on there, and she was saying, ladies, don't think you can get in a man's face – And, you know, put your hands on him and spit in his face or, you know, call him names and stuff and think that he won't put his hands on you.
0: And let's yeah, let's talk about. So there's there's that issue that's going on now where you see, like at these protests and these riots where the police finally form a line. And then these protesters are allowed to get within inches of the police officers in that situation when there's just that little spark that could cause a riot or where somebody could pull out a knife or a brick or whatever to allow the protesters to get within arms distance of the police officers is stupid. Um, if the protesters get within arm's reach and they're antagonistic, that is an aggressive act in my opinion.
1: And, that's the point of my whole question Yeah, is if you were a guy and you were doing that and this was not a cop, you most likely wouldn't do
0: it. Well, and, but you're also seeing videos of like, there was a video recently, I can't remember what city this was in, but, um, Some guy comes into a restaurant, a white guy, older, white haired, um, probably around 60 or so, um, and he's followed closely behind by a black guy with a megaphone in his ear and a baseball bat over the black guy's shoulder, and he's screaming, here's a racist, this is a racist, I'm following you because you're racist, and the guy's like, leave me alone whatever, and then so the black guy basically sets up shop there with his bullhorn in, in these people's faces, and it's like... There's no fucking goddamn way you're going to have a bullhorn in my face without getting it knocked down your fucking throat. I, you're going to be spitting teeth when you do that shit with me. I'm not going to even hesitate, and I'm not going to feel bad for it because you are assaulting me at that point. You are in my face with a megaphone, a fucking megaphone, which can cause permanent hearing damage. Well,
1: even if you're not, you're implying a threat with a baseball bat over your shoulder. Then
0: then on top of that, you got a baseball bat over your shoulder. So that's all done. You, I guarantee you. It's not going to go how you want it to go if you fucking do that to me or anybody that, that I that I hang out with. Nobody's going to allow that to happen. So to see these videos constantly of people putting up with it because they're so fucking scared of getting thrown in jail or of getting doxxed like these two couple, the these lawyer couple that were defending their home from the protesters with a AR-15 and a handgun. The woman had a handgun, the dude with his pink shirt yeah being polo and khaki pants suburban commando oh, jesus christ it was so <laughs> pathetic um and she's standing out there with her with her finger on the trigger waving the gun around i mean they're complete fucking idiots these two well and elbow resting against her body yeah. <laughs> i mean they deserve all the derision they get at this point for for being you know stereotypical liberal white people that have guns and and think they're above everybody else they're they're de- they're lawyers that do civil rights um, defend uh, black people from police, and so they've they have an active case right now where they're defending a black person against uh, police brutality. Right now, as as this is happening, that's one of the cases they had. Now they're living in a fucking mansion, so lawyers for you, right there. Um, well, in their defense, they did buy it thirty-two years ago. And right, but it's just the optics. It. The optics yeah. of it is just yep. terrible. And then to come out in your pink polo shirt. You know, and and it's just funny, but I'm glad they were liberal fucking lawyers, you know, that that support Black Lives Matter to see that and go, you know, hey, they don't care. They're going to eat their own. They're going to eat you. Don't don't fall for this shit. And if you're a conservative, don't capitulate. Don't fucking bend the knee. Don't do what this um, the CEO of Chick-fil-A did. And shine the shoes of of uh, a black guy on stage and say, you know, I'm humble. Uh, 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 no, you're not. You're a fucking piece of shit. And you're, what you're doing is you're debasing yourself in front of people.
1: Oh, I see. Because it's a black person and you're touching them. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I don't think that's what I was saying. I'm just going by what you normally, you know, mm-hmm. how you normally think.
0: Um, if you're, If your attitude is you have to raise up a race, but in order to raise up a race, you have to... Put down another race. You're a racist.
1: Well, can we just. I'm, who said if you
0: are a person that thinks, hey, I would love to see black people do better in this country. Um, there are a lot of people, black people that do better than white people and that are doing Absolutely. great. And, but I'd like to see a, a, a plurality of them doing better and having pride in America and all that. And, I, and I'd like to give them a hand up. But I'm not going to give you a hand up at the expense of me or white people. I'm not going to say, hey, I'm going to give you um, the ability to have a job. And I'm gonna say that a white person can't have that job, just so you have some sort of, you know, ability to 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 prove us that you can that you can do that job. No, because that's me being a fucking racist and having that uh, soft, soft bigotry of low expectations. Yeah. I'm not gonna do it.
1: I'll give you I'll give you a hand up and some help, but I'm not gonna lower myself, you know, below you and debase myself to to and raise you. And by extension, up. I'm
0: not gonna make other white people. Uh, um, right. lower themselves or debase themselves. And just like I don't want to see black people debase themselves to white people. Exactly. That's ridiculous. I don't want that. So who's the racist here? You know? You are? Well, I mean, yeah. I, fuck you. We might as well. <laughs> you know? We might as well say it because I don't give a shit at this point. And there's black, plenty of black people out there that are good people that would sit there and go, yeah, he's absolutely right. I'm on his side. But the problem is, as soon as they stand up or step up in their community, they're shouted down, they're excoriated, they're yeah made into pariahs for I and mean,
1: Uncle Toms yeah. and dumb fucks. So, so and paid it's shows. really
0: difficult for a black person, and especially in like a Minneapolis or in a city that's very liberal, to do that. And um, you know, it takes a lot of uh, chutzpah, a lot of balls to do it. And I saw a video of. Um, uh, Protested a. And I, there's so many of them going on. I they, they blend together, so I can't remember what state or city it is. But there's. Um,
1: you know why they blend together? Because you
0: don't see color. Uh none. It's not that I don't see color. It's that they all look alike.
1: <laughs> Every time I think I'm gonna make it bad, you like go make it worse.
0: <laughs> so anyway, so there's an older black guy. He looks to be about seventy ish, and he's out there, kind of supporting the statue. And I can't honestly. I don't recall what the statue was, but he said. He had a a black woman in his face screaming hysterically which is the the, you know par for the course now just hysterical screeching um in his face and he's like do you even know the history of the statue why it's there it's and it was actually he was saying it was a positive positive statue for black people he goes do you know why it's there do you know the history and she just wouldn't even like acknowledge that he asked her a question she was just screeching 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 at him and that's what they do they know just like walking into restaurants and banging drums and and chanting with a megaphone so that you say "Uh, what lies matter and then and then your group of 50 go black lives matter and then you don't want it you don't want to debate you don't want uh dialogue you just want to shout people down and i tell you what that's another thing i'm I'm all over the place here but if you walk into a restaurant i'm eating at and all of a sudden i've got a crowd of 50 in there with them at the megaphone and shouting I'm not gonna just sit there and go. Oh, this is interesting. I guess yeah. Um, yeah. A black black lives do matter. Yes, yes. I I'll raise a fist in solidarity with you brothers and sisters. I won't be doing that. I will be getting up from my table. I go. I'll I'll go. Who's the fucking manager? Where's the manager? Okay. Get them the fuck out of here right now, or I will do something that you're not gonna like. Because it seems to me like you right use a bad word. Yeah, it seems to me like right now the way you get what you want. Is through violence and through being a squeaky wheel. So, what I'm going to do is go, I'm going to give you a couple of minutes, to get these people out of here. And if you're sitting there raising your fists in solidarity as a manager and the employees and clapping and dancing with them, I'm like, okay, not paying for my dinner, however much I ate, I'll get my family, if I'm with my family or girlfriend or whatever, I'll get them out of there. And on my way out, I might flip a fucking couple of tables because I guess that's what works, right? Yeah. And that'll prove that you're not going to get my business. You're definitely not going to get their business because when they go into these businesses, they're not going to be. They're not going to order a fucking burger or a steak. They ask for water. Yeah, yeah, they'll they'll ask for water, Uh, and and they're not. And then when this is all said and done, they're not going to be patrons of your establishment.
1: Right. They're going to burn it down. Yeah.
0: So, so who do you want? to be the patron who do you want spending the money there do do you think this is helpful do you need to stand up for yourself and they go well yeah but what happens when we call the police yeah but at least at least do it at least prove to me that you're trying to to stand up to this because we can't have this anymore
1: well i watched that video you uh told me about of the guy in the Chaz zone who was just picking up the barricades and tossing them yeah and and, uh you watch the whole video. It's about four minutes long. And he's yeah, bla- just a black
0: guy that went out there and got that lived in the Chaz Chop Zone. Yeah. And got fed up. He said, "Get the fuck out of here." And he was just grabbing shit up and leaving. Yeah.
1: So some big fat white woman, I think.
0: Yeah, I couldn't tell the video.
1: Yeah, couldn't. She looked white to me. Came, charged up to him with a knife. Not charged up, but she walked up to him and he. Pulls out a gun.
0: He goes, and "Put he, that fucking knife down." Yeah,
1: he said it a bunch of times, and people were like, "Oh, okay, let's let's take." Yeah, someone knife came up her. finally,
0: and, and she handed the knife to the person. He calmly puts his gun away and continues to flip tables.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but my point was a couple things. um You know, here's a guy who lives in that area. Um, when if you watch all the way to the end of the video, he's yelling at the people because they've followed him back someplace. You know, like trying to talk to him. If he'd have been white, I think they would have just tried to attack him. Yeah, if he didn't have the gun, but. They were, uh, they were saying, hey, you know, uh, no, this is this is important and you can't just destroy this. And he's looking around going, look around you. How many of these people are black? These people putting Black Lives Matter signs up. He goes, what, like five of them? He goes, most of them are white people. He goes, this isn't about you. This is about their agenda. Yeah. And he's absolutely right.
0: Well, I mean, speaking of that agenda, then let's talk about there's a Black Lives Lives Matter, like an official Black Lives Matter movement. Like that has websites, has um, uh, tax status, everything. They're 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 registered. Black Lives Matter. Do you know who's in charge of that?
1: Uh, it's a couple of Marxist women. Marxists, yeah, that
0: are blatant and proud. And when you ask them, they go, "Yeah, we're trained Marxists." Do you know what? Marxists, it doesn't matter. They don't care about race. It's not about race. It's not about helping the black man or woman. This is not what it's about. It's about destroying capitalism. Destroying I got destroying our country. I got a feeling Karl Marx probably wasn't
1: very pro-black.
0: Probably, probably not.
1: I'm gonna guess he wasn't.
0: Um. So, oh, am I not gonna be able to read this? Oh, I have to unlock it with 99 cents. Damn it! It's Daily Wire. Isn't that Shapiro site? Yeah. He makes you pay.
1: Ben's gonna make his money. Oh, here it comes. What are you gonna
0: say? Doctor Molina Abdullah, who leads uh, the Los Angeles chapter of Black Lives Matter, has often been, you were going has this. often been described by the media as a professor of Pan African studies at Cal State, LA. But don't make the mistake of marginalizing her as a mere academic. Her street cred is hardcore, and her familial and ideological roots trace back through generations of Marxist organizers reaching back a hundred years the Communist Party. <laughs> Hold on a sec. COVID. <coughs> Coronavirus! <coughs> I have that. You're going to have that ready. <coughs> what the hell? <coughs> Sorry. There you go. Um, And then I can't read anymore because I've got Ben Shapiro's face here and it says read members only content for just 99 cents. So I can't go any further than that. But it's good enough to know that if you watch um, um interviews with these women that and I think there's another guy, too, that are in charge of the official Black Lives Matter um, you know, websites and Facebook pages and organization—they are Marxists. What are Marxists? They are basically they're, they're, there's a difference, but they're basically communists. So what they want is they want to destroy capitalism and they want to destroy white colonialism, which anything having to do with uh, European expansion is considered colonial, colonialism or is the result of colonialism. And yeah, the, yeah, there was a lot of colonialism from from europe um
1: you are brave to keep trying to say that word over and over yeah especially since i've been drinking colonialism is tough
0: um and and so anything that was built from the basis in their mind a basis of colonialism is um invalid so america according to the marxists is invalid because its its roots its basis is in colonialism well you go wait a minute didn't we didn't we fight against the British, the colonialists, didn't we, the colonies? It's like, no, we were the colonies. And then we are um, um, the founding fathers rose up against the British, but they are the original colonialists. They were here on behalf of European white colonialism, and they they benefited from that. And then they just the fact that they shrugged off the leash from Great Britain doesn't mean that they weren't still colonialists. So that's the attitude of the Marxist Marxists now, and um, it's not. They use the all these these um, movements, these organic movements, or these organic things like Black you know Black Lives Matter or uh, feminism or the um, environment environmentalism. They co-opt every one of these things because that's what they do. That's how they get their foot in the door, and that's how they metastasize throughout these organizations in order to take them over. Because the legitimacy of these organizations provide cover for what they really are and what they are is anti-american um, communists that want to destroy ca- capitalism and want to have um you know the 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 utopian world that uh, was promised by the uh, by the people that came up with marx and uh lenin and all these um you know socialist communists that that on paper it sounds great it should be a utopia and you know if it's just done right it'll 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 happen but we have to tear down the system as it stands, and America has to go.
1: Well, unless the fatal flaw in communism and Marxism and all, and all that is some people like to get ahead of other people.
0: Yeah, it's human nature.
1: And as long as you have that, you can't ever you have. You can't the,
0: deny human nature.
1: Right, you can't do it. So, but so. I'm gonna guess that we have to cancel Marx because I'm gonna guess Marx was a racist.
0: I, I'm pretty much assuming he is, and he's who is it? Was it? Was it? I can't remember who it was. Was it Stalin? that came up with the term useful idiots? I don't know. I can't remember. I think it's Stalin. But basically what these people what these people are is the Kool-Aid drinkers, but the Black Lives Matter, the people that aren't part of the organization that just kind of like follow under the uh, the umbrella. general banner or umbrella of Black Lives Matter, they are the useful idiots that help the Marxists uh, get their foothold and their control and get their agenda across. Uh, uh, the getting rid of statues... It's um, it's just another part of, you know, working your way up to destroying the history, and destroying any kind of. Um,
1: well, if you get rid of the monuments, you can eventually claim it never happened.
0: Yeah, you cha- You can change history. You can rewrite history, and that's that's the insidious kind of nature of all this. And they they infiltrated the uh, academics in. F- like starting in the 40s but really ramped up in the 60s because and it's not just accidental this is not just like well you know liberal people tend to be teachers no this was an 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 absolute plan by a lot of marxists to get in there and say this is what we need to do and this is how we're going to do it so and that's where we're at right now we're at we're at kind of we're at the tipping point problem is like you said rooster they're doing too much too fast and people are people are you know they're getting to the point where they're like, no, we we can't allow this anymore. Whereas before they were like, it was it was kind of happening, but they it was half happening and it was slowly happening, and so people were like, well, this isn't good, but you know somebody will step up, somebody will somebody will stop this eventually. But now they're it's happening so fast, like fuck, somebody's got to do something. <laughs> you yeah. know, people are getting panicky about it, and they should be. Yeah. So,
1: but just don't do it in a pink polo with. Uh with your uh, khaki pants. Too. Yeah,
0: and your wife uh, with her finger on the trigger. No no trigger control.
1: Yeah, exactly. So not not, uh, not understanding the low ready position. So um, so the New York Times has to be canceled now. Do you oh, know yeah? That? So uh, Raven sent this to us. Uh, the New York Times posted on Twitter, Mount Rushmore was built on land that belonged to the Lakota tribe and sculpted by a man who had strong bonds to the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, it features the faces of two U.S. presidents who were slaveholders. Now, I don't know if Gutz and was tied to the Klan or not. I'm going to guess, you know, a guy in the 30s or whatever.
0: Maybe he had some friend that actually was part of the Klan, and there he is. There's I'm going to guess,
1: tie. I'm just going to guess European guy, in because I think he was a first generation, or maybe he was, maybe he came, was born in Europe. I'm guessing white guy in that time of the world, probably not big pro-black guy. Um, but so PragerU comes back with, in 1851 at New York Times, founding editor Henry Jarvis Raymond published an uh, editorial in which he supposed, uh, supported a slave owner's right to recover his, uh, escaped slaves. Will you guys be canceling yourselves? Ah,
0: nice. Zing! Yep.
1: Look, you can go back as far with this as you want to. And I think I mentioned the Jesse Kelly stuff last time about how Jesse Kelly is. Yeah, Yale. Yeah, he's going after all these universities. Going, well, you got to cancel you. Got to cancel you, and you know, he's right. Yeah, and they're never going to do it though, because once it comes for once it comes for them, they're going to change their minds. And I think this is going to get even crazier as the election comes up, because yeah. now now Biden's out. You know, he's out and asking questions and reading off a list. And was that I think it was Greg Gutfeld who said when. Well, biden came out for a press conference yesterday and he was reading he goes well i gotta ask these questions of these people and he's reading off the list of pre-approved people to ask questions and of course he asked one of fox just to show that he's not you know totally in the tank and uh tried to call the guy a lion dog face pony soldier and that just that didn't work he tried to do it ahead of time to be funny and he goes you're a lion dog face and the guy just ignored it moved on but uh Anyway, Joe's reading up. He goes, I got to ask these questions here. Or I got to call on these people. And Greg Gutfeld goes, I, I don't. I think it was Greg Gutfeld. So it's, I, does Joe know he's doing this out loud? <laughs> like he flat out admits I'm reading from a page here. Yeah. So um, you want to read from your Southside Pride Yeah, magazine. so there's. Should we,
0: should we do some would you Rather quick oh, sure. first? Yeah, let's do that. All right. Would you rather rehab injured wildlife or help clean up the environment? rooster i know that both those things are extremely important to you so but you only get to pick one
1: i wouldn't mind doing either one of those things i mean i think those are all good things but uh, i'll be honest if it's like clean up the exxon valdez oil slick
0: i don't maybe you're doing both at that point you know you ever see those videos where they're like scrubbing the birds of the oil and they got like the dawn dish soap and they've got little gloves and scrub brushes getting their feather little feathers like clean of oil
1: I guess, you know, the, the, the cleaning the animals would be more satisfying, but I would also be way more heartbroken. So I'm going to go with the generic pick up trash, pick up the environment. Yeah,
0: help clean up the environment. Yeah. Well, I mean, we generally, as conservatives, we generally do that anyway.
1: Most wildlife conservation groups were started by conservatives because yeah. they were out hunting. Yeah, you and don't want wanted, to deplete You do They want wanted to preserve that stock, area. Yeah.
0: yeah. So
1: They protected marshlands because they wanted ducks and yeah, all yeah. that stuff.
0: Rehab injured wildlife I mean yeah you're right it might be tough because you know how many are you gonna lose
1: yeah you're like this one's not gonna make it yeah
0: yeah all right what the hell uh oh right. com- you gotta would you rather walk on your hands when you go to the restroom or crab crawl through the grocery store that's just a dumb question yeah I no one wants to
1: walk in their hands to go to the bathroom
0: yeah I'm gonna' I'm, I'm,
1: how, how do we you even? To, how, we an this how do you even use a urinal? I'd rather well, crap call. I say the, uh, it's like
0: uh, it's like wearing a mask in a restaurant. You wear the mask in the restaurant, but when you eat, you pull the mask off. You do. Did you see that video of some two guys that were sitting there at a restaurant and some woman came up and was like going after him for not wearing a mask? And he's like, "I I just took off my mask to eat my dinner. <laughs> what is wrong with you? You look like a fool right now." It's like you see. It's like you know some Karen going up and bothering these guys for not wearing masks while they're eating their food at a restaurant i
1: I think you need to say when somebody says you don't have a mask just go you are not allowed to conceal and carry and wear a mask and walk away Mm -hmm. or say some people have medical conditions and can't wear a mask and when they go do you have a medical condition go well that's a hIPAA violation (laughs) i don't need to share that with you you didn't answer it though
0: oh um, walk in your
1: hands or crab crawl
0: crab crawl yeah exactly crab crawl is kind of difficult though it'd be hard to to do hard to do with groceries yeah, would you rather interview people on the red carpet or get interviewed on the red carpet?
1: I'd rather interview people, you know. Yeah, and just ask them like you know two normal questions that they like expect. You know, like, hey, what are you wearing tonight? What do you think about your movie? Did Jeffrey Epstein kill himself? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then be like, what? what?
0: Yeah, if you're if you're if you're on the red carpet, you have to put up with a bunch of bullshit, and it's probably tedious.
1: By the way, I saw this gave me a. Uh, the guy's weird, but it gave me a ton of respect for Tom Cruise. They had this guy who was doing prank interviews, and he would interview people on the red carpet or by the barriers there. And he had a microphone that squirted like lotion oh, on people, yeah. and
0: yeah. people.
1: Um, somebody did it to Will Smith, and Will Smith slapped the guy. He like hit him. Yeah, but they did it to Tom Cruise, and they thought it was all funny. And he's like, huh? and Tom Cruise goes, "What? Come here." He goes, "Why would you do something like that? Yeah. What's what kind of person does something like that?" And you're just like, "Wow, that's some restraint, man."
0: Yep. All right, would you rather run out of gas or get a flat tire on an abandoned road? Mm,
1: I'd rather run out of gas. Flat tire. Yeah, I suppose. Because you can
0: replace the flat tire. I mean, unless you don't have a spare, then it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Having a flat and running out of gas without a spare tire is the same. (laughs) You have to call AAA.
1: You know, I think you're you're right. I'd rather have a flat tire. Yeah. I suck at at, uh, replacing tires, though.
0: Would you rather get a full-body tattoo that is temporary... Or one the size of a baseball that is real?
1: Full-body tattoo that's temporary?
0: Let's say it wears off in a month. It's like a Hannah tattoo.
1: Are you tattooing your face?
0: Probably full-body. Hannah tattoos don't sting, though. It's just like basically... I know, just,
1: it's just shit on your face. Um,
0: yeah. a ba- one the size of a baseball? I I want one the size of a fucking basketball. I, there's plenty of tattoos. They're just expensive. That's why I don't have them. <laughs> there's plenty of tattoos I want. I okay, just,
1: so what's the tattoo you want? Uh, I would get my kid's name on my neck, you know?
0: Like just a, spelled wrong? Yeah, just spelled wrong. Yeah. No, I, I would get like a full sleeve tattoo. i get a full back tattoo, but you know how much they cost? Thousands of dollars. I think a full sleeve would look
1: cool if you had the right one. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think a full sleeve is something you got to earn over your lifetime and weave it all together.
0: Yeah, but then you have to kind of like constantly update the old stuff to make it match. Yeah. like Like the ink kind of fades it doesn't look right when you get a new one so you have to like make it all so i think getting the full sleeve all at once looks cooler because i mean you obviously know you've got it all at once but i mean that's a lot of pain to sit through a whole you know whole sleeve yeah so, all right let's uh move on here but hold on a sec
1: okay so your Southside pride
0: yeah so there's a kind of a minneapolis free newspaper that comes out called Southside pride
1: because no one would pay for it
0: yeah, and uh, I had to pick it up because uh, right off the bat on the front page, there's an article by Tony Boza, who was a former uh, police chief in Minneapolis a long, quite a long time ago, called America the Beautiful. Well, that's a nice art- article, the title of the article. But right off the bat, here's the first couple sentences. America's police are out of control. This is news to you? White America hires cops to control blacks. This is called racism. So oh I'm like, my "God, okay, there we go. And then there's another article that says meeting our new neighbors. You know what that's about? Uh no. The homeless people that
1: set oh, up camp yeah. in
0: Powderhorn Park. And then there's another one that says Defending the Homeless in Powderhorn Park. So this is by Dave Tilson, Defending the Homeless in Powderhorn Park. And he goes, Friday morning, June twelfth, I made coffee and looked out on Powderhorn Park. But the view was not as I expected. There were about a dozen tents pitched in the park across the street from my house. I surmised what had happened. A large group of homeless people had been staying in the Sheraton hotel by the Midtown Global Market. I'd read that things were not going well there. It seems that some or all of the residents had moved to the hill by 10th Avenue in the park. I poured myself a cup of coffee and went out front to think about all this. Hmm. I am very COVID adverse right now, being in my 70s with various health issues, so I didn't immediately run over to say hello. But after about an hour and a half, several squads of Minneapolis Park Police pulled up. Some of them... On the grass, one of my pet peeves. You know,
1: there's a lot of peas in this
0: story. A lot of popping. Um, so I got I got to turn to the next page or page 13 here. So so I grabbed a mask and my iPad. White privilege much? And <laughs> 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 walked over.
1: That's good. Yes.
0: They were rousing the sleeping campers. Campers, he calls them. Like Boy Scouts? Yep. And giving each of them a notice that they had 72 hours, and he has has in quotations here, 48 crossed out, 72 written in, to leave the park, signed by Park Superintendent uh, Bangora. I talked to a few people, walked back home, and started calling. (sighs) The Powderhorn neighborhood was prepared. We had been through a lot recently. Pandemic, police murder, major protest site arson and looting
1: wait seriously pandemic protests
0: police police murder stop with the p's we opened up our google docs started up our whatsapp chats and phone trees by 11 a.m the press had arrived the ppna representative said that eviction was not supported and by noon the park superintendent had withdrawn the 72-hour deadline The weekend was spent supporting the campers, talking to neighbors, and trying to get some kind of response from elected officials. Basically, what we got was, 1. The city said this was the county's responsibility. Alondra Cano was too busy with police reform to come to the park. The mayor would not return calls. 2. The county does not have the money. They are looking to the legislature. Angela Conley would come meet, but she's only one commissioner. Three, Aisha Gomez said that she could get help passed in the House, but the problem was in the Senate. You know, because of Republicans. Four, Jeff Hayden said the Republicans didn't want to help the city or poor people, that our hope lies possibly with Jennifer Ho, the state commissioner of housing. By Monday, the number of tents. There's, in-
1: there's no need to call her that. Okay.
0: <laughs> by Monday, I'm sure she's of- a
1: nice person, just likes to date around a lot. You know, looking I, for the right I've been line. reading
0: this wrong, by the way. <laughs> By Monday, the number the 10th, to read the number like 10th that. and 10th Avenue have grown to cover most of the flat. Uh, there were tents across the park. So by Monday, it grown to like fill the park. So what he's saying? A meeting on the west side of the park was Did called, you say
1: there were a plethora of tents in the park? What is a plethora? A plethora of pup tents in uh, the park? El Guapo. <laughs> what is a plethora? <laughs> Do you even know what a plethora is?
0: I don't think there's a good answer to this question, El Guapo. You think maybe you are asking me this because you are mad about the woman? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Three Amigos, awesome movie. It's so good. Uh, A meeting on the west side of the park was called. At the meeting, about 50 people. There were various levels of concern for the campers and for non-campers. Now I'm just
1: thinking about shooting the invisible swordsman.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I got to go watch that again.
1: Farty, farty, farty. (laughs) Look up here. Look up here.
0: (laughs) Whippoorwill. (laughs) Whippoorwill. We're having way too much fun with this. Like half the, more than half the people are not going to know what we're talking about. (laughs) Yeah, but
1: the ones who matter are going to be like, Mm. they're going to be like, that was a good movie. (laughs)
0: Um, But everyone wanted solutions that did not involve police eviction. People talked about drug needles being found and the concern about their children's safety at the park we were told by a uh, county employee that there were 400 homeless people in Hennepin County and that they currently had four beds available for single men on Tuesday night a larger meeting of about 200 people was held i can imagine how that how fun that was <laughs> a demand that a solution be found by friday so they they demanded june 19th was presented so a demand that a solution was found by friday was presented and and it, when they say when when he says this a demand was presented that was not how it went it it didn't sound so so friendly and clean, it was like you better you better fucking That's what it sounded like at that meeting. I'm sure of it. Um, all the elected officials were invited. Hennepin County Commissioner Angela Connolly and Park Commissioner uh, A.K. Hassan were the only ones who showed up. Angela Connolly endorsed the Friday deadline.
1: A.K. Hassan, that blatant racist.
0: Yeah, although I'm not clear what will happen if when the deadline is missed. Legislators Aisha Gomez, uh, Hodan Hassan, Patricia Torres, Ray, and Jeff Hayden left messages that they were in session and were supportive. The mayor and council members Alondra Cano did not appear. The community has expressed a large amount of care and concern for the campers. Yes, so much so that if you rob them, they feel bad when they call the police. <laughs> My God. But also has put a lot of pressure on the decision makers to find secure, long-term solutions for these people. No, they fucking haven't. Because if you, if the Democrat party had been serious about homelessness, uh, this would have been fucking handled way before this. Yep. Um, My wife, Barb, remarked, these are displaced peoples, refugees, like we are seeing all over the world.
1: What do you want to bet Barb's middle name is Karen?
0: (laughs) That puts it in perspective, doesn't it? We have a refugee camp forming, a border crossing, is a human tragedy unfolding in my front yard. I'm proud of my neighbor's. But ashamed of my city. It's not your yard, bitch. Mm-hmm. It's my yard. And
1: are you surprised to
0: find that this guy has a wife? Yeah, I am too. But a cuck is a cuck is a cuck. Yep. I mean, I'm not. I'm, you know, his his uh, his wife's boyfriend's probably not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, that was good. I like that. But th- this is what we're dealing with. Yeah. I mean, people who are, they're apologizing for, you know, the way these people are acting. And you can't do that. You can't just decide to assemble in the park and live there. Right. You know? And they treat it like shit.
0: Well, and like we mentioned before, last uh, episode, uh, uh, a teenage girl was sexually assaulted there.
1: Blasphemy. That's not true. Oh, they didn't? That that's wasn't fake, true. That's yeah, fake, fake news, news propaganda. Yeah. You heard that on Tucker, didn't
0: mm-hmm. you? the, the. The, as soon as that happens the neighborhood the people in the neighborhood should form up a fucking mob and they should go in there a uh, torches blazing pitchforks out and clear that fucker out as mm-hmm. soon as i heard as soon as i heard that uh someone a, a relative or you know somebody i knew was sexually assaulted in that park which it probably wasn't it probably was somebody who brought like their kids into the park as a camp quote-unquote camper um and probably sold them. You know that's how bad this shit is. <laughs> yeah. But uh, as soon as I heard that, I would be out there. You should be out there, and you should just be just you know tearing it up. Uh, there should be mob justice at this point, but mob justice in support of fucking standards. I- I'm 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 fed up with the sitting on our hands. The uh, the whole um, what's the term? The sleeping giant. The uh, silent majority. The no, The silent majority. I'm tired of that term. I'm really really fucking tired of it you know well we all have jobs and we all have lives and we can't be out there protesting. Yeah, I don't care. You don't have to protest. But when you see shit going down, step up and do something about it. And if you see somebody stepping up and doing something, back that person up. And then everybody, you can't just be alone and you can't be like, well, we got things to do. You have to counter these people with not if not their tactics, at least with a presence you have to be there and you have to you have to be heard you can't just wait for voting because guess what everybody they're trying to f- take that away from you too they're trying to make it so that your vote doesn't count by making fraud like so ramped up and blatant that your vote won't matter anyway so don't count on your vote making a difference anymore get out there and make a fucking difference are you
1: saying we should overthrow the government
0: no I'm saying overthrow yeah, overthrow uh, Chaz and Chop. Overthrow uh, the the tent the the quote unquote campers in Powder Arm Park. Yes, overthrow. So you don't want to overthrow the government? Not our government. Not Why are the you United winking? States government. <laughs> I am not winking. That's a tick. I'm You're nervous, winking again. That's a nervous tick. <laughs> um, no, stand up and do something. No more of this silent majority shit. Because I have I've had it.
1: But the most important part of this is it doesn't take a one-for-one one kind of thing. That guy we were talking about in Chaz who started throwing right. those barriers out of the way. There were six people around him, five or six, and they just watched him do it.
0: Well, and I don't know the people that were watching him if they were supporters of Chaz Chop or if they were supporters of him. I don't know. But if you're a supporter of this person and you think he's doing the right thing, back his play.
1: Yeah. Well, look at the uh, the couple we talked about, the Suburban Commando,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right, in St. Louis. Um they said something like fifty people tore that gate down and marched into that neighborhood. I yeah. mean, there's a picture. They tore that gate off the hinges, um, and they marched through the... Do you think anybody in that group had a weapon
0: on them? They did, and they actually exposed their weapon, according to the according to the pink-shirted polo-shirted guy, that he actually was threatened by weapons. What kind you, of weapons? You- pistols but but you don't hear that from the news you hear that two white people pulled out guns and threatened peaceful protesters that's what you hear
1: so they're saying there's somewhere between 30 and 50 people right like 50 five or six of them maybe have guns Mm -hmm. and this guy walks out there not in any sort of covered position whatsoever wasn't up on his porch where he could hide behind something again he was stupid he's a target he and his wife are out there they obviously don't know how to handle their guns nope but this mob of 50 people didn't mess with them right right It doesn't take one for one. You know, I guarantee you this cop who hit this woman in Miami that, I'm sorry, maybe it's not legal. She had that coming for what she did. Mm -hmm. And it's not because she's a woman kind of thing. And
0: even if she had a legitimate grievance, even if she had a legitimate grievance, she had that coming. You
1: do not. You don't act that way. You Do not get up in somebody's face like that. And I don't care if it's a cop. They're people. They have reactions, too. And the way cops have been treated lately, I'm not surprised that that happened. But now... The next person who thinks about doing that is going to have that image in their head about, hey, the last person who did this got popped, you know. So it doesn't take long for people who don't have conviction to melt in the face of people who do.
0: But you have to stand up.
1: You have to stand up.
0: Well, another example that I've been seeing lately is um, the instance of these protests, these ad hoc protests starting up in one there was a one where a person pulled off the freeway and end up running into a protest, like like a block away from the freeway. Um, that person got shot because they slowed they 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 slowed their car down and then they got surrounded by people who were beating the car. And then some guy p- goes up to the driver's uh, the passenger side and shoots through the window and shot the driver. The driver uh, got away, drove away, still trying to avoid protesters. By the way, and and I saw another video of. Same situation, the car was pulling up and he's like, you could tell the car the person, in the car didn't know what was going on. You could tell it's like, they were kind of creeping forward. Like, well, what do I do? Where do I go? And then as soon as it looked like they were getting close to the crowd of people going like two miles per hour, they got, the car got surrounded, windows started getting busted out and a guy came up and punctured every tire on their car. And then by this time, the person in the car is trying to turn around, trying to leave and every, every tire is punctured on their car or how far are they going to get? Uh, Before they pull you out and start, I don't see. I think they actually did get away because um, there was a guy on one of those little um, roller boards with the with the ball in the center that's motorized. Have you Mm -hmm. seen those? Yeah, yeah. He was riding alongside the car, part of the protest group, and he got his little motor board wedged under the car after the tires got popped. So the car is like trying to drive away with the little board underneath it, and that's the end of the video. But if you drive it into a situation where there's a crowd of people and your car gets surrounded, don't wait for them to break your windows. Don't wait for them to slash your tires. Drive the fuck out of there at full speed.
1: Well, if I full speed. If I'm in the car with my kids and yeah. people start banging on I'm stepping on the gas. I'm getting the hell out of there.
0: I'm not waiting for that moment for them to, to actually get close enough to do that. I'm not gonna slow down and go. Oh shit! What do I do? No, you either if you can make that U-turn and get the fuck out of there, make that U-turn early and get the fuck out of there. But if you can't and they're behind you, you either put it. What's what's the bigger crowd? The front or the back? If there's a bigger crowd in front, then reverse. If there's a bigger crowd behind you or whatever, go forward, step on that gas, and pray they get out of your way and yeah. that you don't that you don't get like uh like your your gear your um. Axel doesn't get broken running over these motherfuckers yeah. because they deserve what's coming at this point yep. because exactly. your life is in danger. I've seen enough videos. You've seen enough videos where they pull people out of their car and beat them or shoot them through their windows. You are not safe well, slowing down. Did
1: you see the other one? And I mentioned the race only because, you know, I think everybody assumes at this point the person driving through the crowd is white and the protesters are black. Do you see that one video Larry Korea posted of the, um, looks to be a black family in a car and it looked like the daughter was filming that's a dad mom in front seat and this white woman who's obviously crazy looking i mean missing teeth and wearing this weird hat and stuff she stands in front of the car and goes that's my car you're in my car and so, the guy's going yeah, you're insane that's not my car it's not your car yeah. well this couple other people are and these are junky looking people i mean they look like they're methed out whatever One of them comes up and starts banging on the hood. And this other guy walks up. He's going to be the good Samaritan. He comes over to the door and opens it. He goes, hey, I just want you to understand this is her car. And the guy's like, fuck you. It's not her car. So the guy kicks the door shut, like on this guy. And he drove away slow, slow enough so that one guy just laying on his back on the hood was able to stand on there. Hmm. I'd be like, I'd punch this thing to about 30 miles an hour, hit the brakes, send that guy sliding, and then get Hmm. the hell around him and go.
0: Or hit the gas and go over him.
1: Well, that that might get you sent to jail. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, you would. You'd care about going to jail.
0: Uh, after maybe half of the fact, but during yeah. that,
1: <laughs> yeah, probably not. Yeah, yeah. I just, I think you, you have a right to get the hell out of there. And if people are going to get in your way, it's like all those motherfuckers in Portland when they were doing that last year, blocking the street and telling people they couldn't go. Right. And if somebody tried to drive through, they were making their car stop and hauling them out of there. Where are the Portland police when that happens?
0: Yeah. You know? And don't think because you're just because they're left wingers and you're a right winger and you've got guns that that it's yeah, fuck them. I'll just get out and start shooting. Don't do that because most a lot of these fuckers have guns nowadays and they don't know what the fuck they are doing, but they have them. Yeah. So you're not invulnerable. You're not, you know, you're you, you can't fight a mob by yourself. And that's right. why I was saying people need to start standing up together as a group and go, no, we're not having this anymore. You can't just let one lone person, um, you know, sit there and go, I'm not doing this. This is not right by themselves. They have you have to back people up on the, at this point, because the left knows there's power in numbers.
1: Yeah. Well, even so, let, let's say there's a mob of 50 of them and they're 50 yards away and you pull out of there and stop with your. Your car and you pull out your gun, you're like, eh, they're not going to be able to close this. They start throwing rocks and shit. One of them hits you, mm-hmm. knocks you loopy. They're going to stomp you to death. Yeah. You know, so just don't, don't do it. Yeah. You know, if you own a gun, you, that should be used as an absolute last resort. But it shouldn't be a place to, you know, to have your We are getting that kind element. of
0: conundrum again where do you, do you like tuck tail? your legs and stay out of these situations like when they're tearing down statues or do you stand up and and say no this is not going to happen i'm going to get i'm going to go and i'm going to stand in front of the statue and you have to get around me to pull the statue down
1: well i think if i was going to do that i'd need a good dozen people with me to be armed yeah you need to yeah yeah but i mean people would back off on that in that instance so yeah i do like that they uh they stopped everybody from pulling down the andrew jackson statue and -hmm. not because it's andrew jackson just just because can't just be pulling the statue. Yeah, and they were going to pull down the Lincoln uh Emancipation Statue, which was paid for by um a lot of uh freed slaves.
0: And Is that they the said, one was Lincoln standing over the freed slave. Yeah. Yeah, so I I saw a video where a black woman was like telling the history of the story of this she goes, "You know, this this person at the feet of of uh Lincoln is not subservient to Lincoln. He's not head bowed. He's rising up yeah. out of slavery. Do you see those shackles in his hand? They're broken shackles. Yeah. This is a representation of a raising up, of pride, of getting out of slavery. This is not subservience, which is what they're trying to make it look like. You know, oh, well, it's a black man bowing to a white man.
1: It didn't help that Lincoln's got his foot up on the on the chair and his elbow on his knee, uh, race splaining to him. Mm-hmm. You know, see that was the that was the problem yeah. they were having. So. Um, we mentioned Chaz. You see it got torn down finally there today. No. Started going through there. Do you know why they went through there?
0: Um, other than all the murders?
1: Well, there was that. But, you know, they've been letting that go on for a while. They came to the, um, oh, the, mayor's, the house. mayor's house. Did yeah. you hear who helped lead that no. whole thing? One of the city council people. <laughs> That's great. What's, what's her name? She's the Indian one. Um, there, there's a great video with her and Ben Shapiro when Ben Shapiro went to – he went to this uh, conservative roundtable thing. And they had you know conservatives and liberals speak at this radio conference years ago. But uh, it's um, – there's a thing in there about Ben Shapiro and minimum wage. And and he just owns this woman on the whole economy and everything. But she is an avowed socialist. Mm-hmm. Her Her point of view is that you shouldn't be allowed to pay for cable TV because that's a privilege that you have. Because you have money to pay for it. So everybody should be able to have cable TV, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So she allegedly led, and this uh, Seattle mayor whose name escapes me, Jenny Durkin, I think it is, uh, she is a former US prosecutor, something like that. So her address is actually protected, you know? So allegedly, this councilwoman gave her address up. Right. So it puts her in danger because she had put felons away and everything. And helped lead this whole thing and even allowed them, allegedly, access to uh, city hall buildings after hours. Wow. Yeah. And so Jenny Durkin is now trying to get her removed from the city council. And I think she should.
0: Yeah, good luck, though.
1: Yeah, good luck. But I don't know. I think they're, look, it's not going to swing red. But there are going to be some attitudes that change in, in Seattle. Some of the more moderates getting some of these people out of there.
0: Yeah. So well, think too little, too late.
1: But you did it to your own city. Yeah, you dumbasses. You let it happen. And oh. uh, but I do think a lot of a lot of people are going to be leaving some of these some of these areas. You've already seen it.
0: Yeah, but I, I, I don't want just them to leave. I want them to change it. I want them to I want to purge out the uh, socialist Marxists and actually get them out of there. Like either either get them to change their minds, which is very I don't know. Uh, daunting prospect or purge them out of there, get them out.
1: I don't know. I'm sort of buying into the, not to the full blown extent, but I'm, I'm buying into some of this collapsitarian stuff yeah. um, in that I want to see some of these big cities fail. I want to see New York and places like that, that have hollowed themselves out, just fall apart like Detroit has because you deserve, it.
0: you know what the problem is though with that is you get the flight and then they go to other states and cities and destroy them. With the same policies, the same shit they ran from. Like you've got uh, Colorado, you've got Wyoming, you've got um, Utah, you've got all these kind. Con- these the where I've known people or listen to Beauty and the Beta. Like so, yeah. Rebecca and Matt Christensen have moved out to these places. Like I think he's in he's Montana. Always, he's
1: always been Montana though.
0: And and she's went to Utah, Idaho. Or Idaho. I sorry, I get too messed up. Idaho. And they're already talking about yeah. We see a lot of this the the liberal flight from these cities. Coming to our cities, and already they're infiltrating the politics, and changing it for the worse. That's the problem you're having. You have to make a stand right now in your places and not allow this cancer to metastasize.
1: Well, I don't think the two things are mutually exclusive. I can want those places to fall apart while I defend the one I'm yeah. living in.
0: no, no, that's what I'm saying though. No, I'm not saying you can't do that. I'm saying don't allow these fuckers to come in and destroy your 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 place if they're if they've got the and. You know they're real insidious. They're they're real. They'll try to glad hand. They'll try to like be there. They'll be they'll be very um. They'll capitulate. They'll do whatever in, until they get in there, and then they'll bring in somebody else. Then they'll bring in somebody else. And once they get like a tipping point of power, that's when the shit goes bad. And you have to constantly defend against that. You can't. You can It's like the um. Who who's this saying from? The tree of liberty must be watered from time to time with Thomas of Jeffrey. tyrants and and uh patriots thomas jefferson you have to put there has got to be some skin in the game you well, have to fight for it
1: and he he points out that he does not necessarily literally
0: mean no. blood yeah not literally no that's that's not what i'm saying either yeah I'm he's saying, saying you gotta fight for it
1: the people who are in power sometimes have to be removed mm-hmm. you know
0: and you have to do your job as a citizen you can't just let people decide for you, you right for you you have to make these things happen and i know it's a lot of work especially politics i, I thought about getting politics and just tangentially, I was like disgusted as soon as I as soon as I saw what kind of bullshit was going on in there. Yeah. So, but but back the right people, you know, help people. If you got extra money, donate to those people. You know, do what you do what you can to help. Don't just live your life silently. Don't be the silent majority anymore. It's not working.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm uh, to wrap this up here before your voice gets out because I think we're getting <clears> close <throat> to time. I uh, I'm going to point out one time when I was right. And one time when I was wrong. All right, are you ready? Which one do you want to hear first?
0: Uh, right first, of course.
1: Uh yeah. <clears throat> See what my boy John Roberts did.
0: Yeah, that was that was finally a good, finally a good decision.
1: <laughs> John Roberts backed the school choice thing. In yeah. other words, you cannot the the school cho- and this opens the floodgates for school choice. What the school choice people are saying: Hey, look, if this if my tax money is going to uh, this school, public school that I don't like. I should be able to leave and take that money with me to private schools, mm-hmm. and you can't say that I can't do that because they are a religious institution. You know, they're saying it's uh, separation of church no, that and has state. Nothing and to do with it, yeah. Finally, right. and so Roberts is saying, along with the four conser- other conservative justice goes, "Yeah, you can't discriminate based just on religion." Yep. So, yeah, I think we're going to start seeing more people run on school choice. No, which, I'll give I'll give which credit would for be that. Great. Okay, so the time I was wrong, hmm. Mark Cuban. <laughs> I heard him with Hannity the other night, and oh. again, I do not like him. Han- I'm, I'm getting more and more disgusted with Hannity all the thi- time. There
0: are things I like about Hannity. There are things that I'm really irritated by I, Hannity about. For me,
1: it's getting more and more. I there are very few things that I like at this point anymore. I mean, I did respect, you know, his stance on some things, but he's still so, he's coming. He's becoming Bill O'Reilly. You know he's so smart and all this stuff, and I did hear. You know he always says he's a student of the martial arts. I heard uh, Joe Rogan. Someone brought that up on his podcast. He goes, "Don't say that." He goes, "It's offensive."
0: <laughs> he goes, "No, you're not." Well, I and that's. I mean, I actually don't know. I mean, I hear him talk about it, but if Joe Rogan's doing this just based on what he sees on TV, Joe Rogan's I, being an asshole too.
1: Well, I think he. I think he would admit he's kind of being an asshole. Yeah, but
0: they're, they're, the but point the, is. But, but uh, yeah, uh, Hannity is. Brings it up way too often now, the fact. Yeah, that he, and how that he he's does a, martial arts, how
1: he's a marksman, and blah yeah. blah blah. And anyway,
0: it's humble bragging is what yeah, he does a lot of.
1: It's not even humble anymore. But so he had Cuban on there, you know, and he's he's having these go rounds with Cuban, which is you know neither one of them is saying anything worth a damn. But Cuban is all, hey, the ACA was a great idea, yeah. and blah blah. It's like no, it wasn't. Nope. It was a bad idea. It costs way more now. I mean, Cuban flat out said, and I respect the guys. Uh, intelligence and where he's gotten in life but he said the costs have been coming down and down and down no they haven't no they have not nope. the costs keep going up yep and insurance companies are dropping we have whole areas that aren't covered by anything because the insurance company goes we can't make any money there so they pull out yep you have doctors who are not taking patients because Medicare doesn't reimburse at a wage they care about right so they're just saying no i'm I'm not taking Medicare so people have uh, and we've said this many times before, but it's worth saying again, they have free or very low cost insurance with huge deductibles that they can't use because no one will take it. Yep. And in places they do take it, now you got to shell out. I mean, you, you're talking um, deductibles of six, $7,000. Right. You might as well not even have it because if you couldn't afford health care before, you can't afford to come up with six or $7,000 yeah. to do this now. It's ridiculous. So he so,
0: so he thinks that's that, that was a you know it's, yeah, and it's he said getting some better other, it's working. He
1: said some other dumb shit too and and the,
0: endorses Biden.
1: And well, I've said in the past I think his endorsement of Biden is a fuck you to Trump. I'm the bigger billionaire, blah blah blah. But when he started going off on how the ACA was a good idea, I was like, Oh god. So it looks
0: like Frankenstein's monster.
1: Uh yeah. So Mark does Mark does not look good outside of Shark Tank. I mean, you can tell the difference with a makeup crew and all that stuff, yeah. but yeah. not Anyway, but that's, that's a petty point. I just,
0: well, I, I did, I'm off
1: the uh, Cuban bandwagon.
0: You were, but the fact that you, I'll, I'll even admit that Roberts did get the uh, education thing right. So he's not always wrong, but mostly wrong, but this time he was right. So maybe, maybe it's a trend, maybe starting a trend being right. <laughs> I like Roberts. Yeah. All right. If you want to get in contact with us, that's email. It's rooster at com or crow at com.
1: And check us out on our Facebook page, Bread and Circuses Podcast. Like, share, comment, all that stuff. See you. Bye.